listeners, I've got Nathaniel and I've got Matt. Hello. Hello. Hey, what's the name of the show? Uh, I don't know. It has something to do with games, though, doesn't it? It's it's butt most focused. I've I'm sticking to my guns on <laughs> that one. It's almost focused. Almost focused. Okay. It was going to be romance focused tonight. So this is almost focused, and I'm almost your host. And <laughs> yeah, and actually, you've you've graduated. I think you're an official member of the crew now. All right. And I've got Nathaniel and Matt, and we've been playing with an Oculus, and I believe we'll be discussing that tonight. Yes. That'll be the main topic of discussion. I, I think that's the best intro anyone's ever done on this show. It's pretty damn close. That was fact-filled I and to a informative. Lot of NPR. He, didn't, what can I tell you? he didn't say but. That, I, um, I mean, it was in there, though. Yeah, I mean, other than not knowing the name of the show, it's pretty on point. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I should dock you some points for that one. That's, I mean, you don't know it either, so. Yeah, well, we don't. I, I'm still not convinced we have a name. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I guess to kick it off, um, let's do the usuals. Who wants to go first on their, their recently played? Recently played. I'll go first. All right. Uh, this is Matt. Hi, um, Matt. Uh, recently played. So I've been, uh, I've had several people hold interventions for me about Binding of Isaac. Oh man, it was getting so serious. I've been, so I've been playing that less, uh, although my wife has gotten more into me playing it. So, uh, I still do the occasional playthrough for her. Um, but I got the... That's such like, that's like the best excuse. It is so good. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, I started gaming on my, or Wednesdays with my brother. Um, so a lot of times we'll play Smash Brothers for the 3DS. Um, so we're doing a fair bit of that. Fantastic game. I love that. I love being able to do network play with that with my brother. Yeah, a lot of people seem to love the 3DS implementation in particular. It's, well... They're both good, the Wii and the 3DS, and the nice thing is that they're the same game, one for one, so uh, everything you learn on the 3DS translates to the Wii U. Mm, and back again. Yeah, and also you can use your 3DS as a controller for the Wii U, so if you play exclusively on the 3DS and you go to like a tournament or whatever that's a Wii U tournament, you're getting, you have the same controller experience. Yeah, so you can get good. comfortable on your preferred platform. Right. That's um, cool. So that's good. Um, I played a bit of that with him. We both got the the humble bundle that was the card games, and went through that and um, basically played every game for at least ten or fifteen minutes to see which ones we liked. What games were in there? Um, there's Talisman. There's this game called Card City Knights, uh, which I really liked, and I'll talk about for a minute. Um, there's Card Hunter, which I played the most of. Um, there's some early access games that are pretty early access. Um, there was a deck building game that I liked a lot. I think it was called Star Realms, but I would rather play as a physical game, and I think they sell it as a physical game. Um, I, I think my walk away from this uh, digital trading card game thing is I like physical trading card games better than digital ones. Um, that being said... Card City... Oh, there's also Talisman, which is a... Uh, a yeah, you mentioned that one at first. It's a physical board game mm -hmm. slash card game that um, is Games Workshop is ported over to digital. It really needs to stay in the physical realm. It's not a fun digital yeah. game. I mean, you're it, maybe it's not fun because you're playing it with AI, but, you know... Is it a 40K license? Because they've no. been whoring that out to anybody that'll make anything. No, it, it's a straight port. It's not like based oh, on okay. Talisman. It's, okay. it's Talisman board game. Straight ported. Yeah, to digital space. 
Uh, and then there's also um, Soul Forge, which I I could never get into. I played that when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Dominion Online, which I actually will get into at some point, but I'm saving for like a day, a week when I'm particularly depressed or something, and just want to bury myself in some some meta game yeah. of some sort. Yeah, just get lost in something. Um, but. Uh, Cards, out of all of those, I think the shining star was Card City Knights. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, it's single player, so playing with my brother doesn't really work out. But it had a fun, simple mechanic. The characters were really great. The theme was really fun. And the music was spectacular. That More than any of the other games I played, it had some really good music. It's really interesting how big a difference that, that particular element can make. Yeah, it's almost something that's invisible until yeah. it's suddenly well, not anymore. I mean, it's not really visible, you know. Well, yeah. You hear yeah. it. <laughs> um, and then I played a lot of Card Hunter, which um, is not your typical trading card game. It's kind of a figurine game. It has a very um, uh, tabletop pen and paper RPG feel to it. Like, all the all the figurines are cardboard cutouts. Um and it's it's really rich in flavor and it's a lot of fun um and the way that you build decks is each character has a deck of cards that represents their movement and their armor and their attacks and those cards are determined by their equipment so you you kind of swap out equipment on your character to to base how they're playing yeah um and that's that's actually really a lot of fun that, that you said that that one was kind of crippled though by a, a degree of randomness making like a character useless well i i have gotten into situations more than once and this happened last time i played it when it came out which where i would go into a campaign and either because i wasn't proper properly um equipping my units or for the campaign or what um i would just get into a situation where i'd be almost dead and i wouldn't have i wasn't getting attack cards or i wasn't getting the movement cards I needed to to chase down that last enemy. So, so there would be times when I'm fighting, I'm fighting a dude. And I chase him around the map for half an hour, or times when I'm, uh, you know, I just can't do the damage I need to do. So that's really difficult. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it makes it seem sort of like you don't have any input in your own destiny when it reaches that point. Yeah. And that reminds me, I also played some Destiny this yeah, weekend. Yeah, do you like that um, segue? That was a good segue. Yeah. I, How was the new raid? I didn't play the new raid. Oh, I thought I'm you not, said you did the new I'm one. I'm not a big boy enough to play the big oh, new raid. Oh, you're still a little kid. Yeah. Little baby. So my, my clan, uh, like I play enough Destiny to be in a clan, apparently. Um, I haven't gotten kicked out of the clan yet. Um, but they stage an intervention. They're like, every time we log in, you're playing Binding of Isaac. Yeah. 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 So. How, how many different groups of people came down on you i mean i'm not gonna say that it was more than two but it was more than two (laughs) all right all right um you had a problem and i think admitting it is is the first step yeah i think i think people minding their own business is a good step as well (laughs) um these things naturally run their course that's true that's uh, true so but yeah i think i'll be playing more destiny i need to do my chores so that i can do the new raid uh actually you know i did the old raid on sunday and despite everything i say about destiny the raids are really fun it's really fun to do a a really hard piece of content with five other people and 
it's rehearsed and everyone knows what to do and and you just the teamwork coming together to do the raid because you can only do it with communication mm-hmm. is is a really fun experience that you know th- that you can't get really in other games well i guess you can and in, in other games have raids but you know it's it's unique to me i've never experienced it before so i think doing the work to be able to get into those raids or is a fun yeah is a fun thing worth doing yeah as long as you have that community you know to experience it with right i mean right it also helped that they invited me to their facebook group so now i get you get updates all the time I get, man like half my facebook notifications now are, are that from that group and I, but i love them so much and i'm gonna post this on the facebook group so they'll listen to the podcast <laughs> good good bring new fans in. yeah sean um, what have you been playing um i played uh a lot of pinball actually yeah and a lot of mortal Kombat. i went there's an arcade up in baltimore that has like uh those are both Field trip. Yeah. dude those are both solid choices right there mortal listen, Kombat listen to your inner gamer creeping out of you yeah, it, it, we've been slowly prying him out. Now you're the host of your own <laughs> gaming <laughs> podcast. Yeah, this is actually Sean's show now. Your I've been progress mean, is really he, impressive. He took a he did a violent takeover of the organization. <laughs> I got a black eye. Matt's missing some teeth, and Sean's now yeah, the yeah. owner. So. They all signed some documents. <laughs> they're gonna regret in a bit. Uh, um, what do you mean I gave you my firstborn? Uh, but yeah, I've been doing that, and um, also uh, a app a. Uh, phone game called Mega Cities. What is Cities. for being a very simple game is surprisingly like uh is surprisingly, surprisingly what? like uh, uh surprisingly complicated. Yeah. What yeah. do you do? Um you you tile. So you're just trying to raise the value of tiles and when you get it to a any column in the in your you have a grid of tiles. When you get any column to a grid uh to a certain level you build houses on it and that gives you a fixed number of points which moves the grid one over. And you're trying it, to fill the... You're trying to fill it. You're trying to continue to clear those those. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is it like a game yeah. you work on day after day, or is it like you have a half-hour session um, played through? Probably, I don't know, I probably spend 10 minutes on a game. Maybe 20. So they're very short. So they're short. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, There's something you can come back to again, but they're very, like, quick sessions. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and Mortal Kombat and Pinball. That was yeah. How'd you that like Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat's a lot of fun. Did you? Uh, did I, you? Who'd you play? I played um, Sub Zero mostly. Yeah, yeah you're um, a Sub Zero guy. Yeah, I am kind of a Sub Zero. I guy. don't know if we can be friends anymore. Really? Scorpion all the way. You guys, Johnny Cage is the best. You're just you're troll facing so hard right now. <laughs> Nobody likes Johnny Cage the I like, best. I like quick name a Mortal Kombat <laughs> character you know. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to play Mortal Kombat Reptile. when I was a kid. I got in trouble once because I went to my cousin's house and played Mortal Kombat. I mean, you were killing demons a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's not... Yeah. That that time it didn't work. No, that <laughs> no. didn't fly? Okay. No. Um, okay. So, what about you, Nathaniel? Uh, or, Sean, I, were you done? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm solid. All right. We've all been playing Elite You're the Dangerous. host now, so whatever okay, you... Okay, well, we're going to shift over to my other guest. Oh, God. Please don't hurt me. Uh... <laughs> So I have been playing almost exclusively Elite Dangerous this week. Um, I think I might have played a little bit of Planet or uh, of uh, to- uh, Planetary Annihilation. Um, Is that an Oculus game? No. I, well, maybe, but I don't know how to do it with the Oculus. And then obviously we've been fucking with the Oculus Rift, which will be, I think, our primary method of 
moving forward this evening. So we can just shift straight into that because that really does encapsulate most or a major part of my uh, my week. I can talk about Elite for a little while if you guys want. Yeah, but... uh, talk some about Elite because we've only Sean and I have only seen yeah, like we 10 just a little bit of it. And... So uh, uh, Elite is, I think they build themselves as a space sim. Um, basically, you take on the role of a pilot of a spaceship and you fly around doing stuff. Uh, that includes discovering new worlds and galaxies, trading, um, or not galaxies, I guess, but uh, uh, solar systems, mm. um, jumping between star systems. It's a, I believe, a accurate reproduction of the Milky Way galaxy. Maybe, maybe large swaths of it are actually like reconstructed from photos taken by satellite and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, and it's interesting. I, it's very, very difficult. I would say the barrier to entry is very high. Uh, there is not a lot of in-game assistance provided to new players. Um, but it's pretty cool. I've, I've enjoyed it. I'm not sure I love it as a game, but when tied in with the Oculus Rift and the joystick that you, you know, have to get to play this game at its full potential, it turns into, um, I think, a, an experience that tr sort of transcends the actual game itself to a certain extent. Yeah, I, I think you're underselling it a little bit. It's it's a magical fucking journey. It, well, I, that's what I'm saying. I mean, transcends is a hardcore word, but if you want me to get all bombastic about it, like, <laughs> well, I mean, the, that's it's, the thing. You showed it to us on the screen on the yeah. on the lap on the you know regular monitor, and it was like, oh, it's a space fighter. Yeah, it's, eh. it's interesting. Like, it's kind of pretty. Yeah, but you know, in the Oculus, yes. you're in a you're in the spaceship. In the Oculus, you are flying a fucking spaceship. I mean, and it's amazing. It's it, you know even even Sean, even our fearless leader, our magnificent host, was blown away. Yeah, Sean, yeah, what are you, what are your thoughts before? I mean, it's very natural. That's the thing is that. The head motions make sense. It's not... Anytime I've tried VR of any sort prior to this, it's obvious the limitations of the technology. I shift my eyes and the screen does something appropriate. This, I, I could, you know, turn my head and it would track perfectly. And yeah. that just that made it so much better because I could crane my neck up and, like, mm -hmm. well, and see who is killing me. And it's like that. <laughs> and it's that. I couldn't stop them. Yeah. That thing, like, like, we talk sometimes about barrier to immersion. Yeah. The, just the... You put on the head screen, you see nothing but the ship you're in, and just you move your head slightly, yeah. and it tracks with your head yeah. movement. And, yeah. And it's just, you're there now. Yep. You're, you're in suddenly a spaceship. in a spaceship. Um, you know, even the, the fact that the menu is, you just look to your left, and the menu pops up. Yeah. It's just, it's so great. It's pretty amazing. I, I agree. It really did. The first night I, I used it, I was like, oh, this is, I... I didn't love the uh, Oculus Dev Kit One. It made me super nauseous as soon as I put it on. Right. But a buddy lent me the Dev Kit Two, and it still messes with me a little bit. But <laughs> Nathaniel's looking to the side to to gather his composure because of how much he loves Oculus. How enthusiastic I just got! You have no idea. I'm I have a raging clue right now. Uh, so, <laughs> um it's it's pretty mind-blowing i mean it's it's unlike anything else i've ever experienced it really does change uh the way you interact with the game yeah sean was that your first time using an oculus yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've also had experience with the Dev Kit One, like mm-hmm. right after it came out of Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, you know, I was working at a game company then, and so some people had that in the office, and it it made me sick almost instantly. Yeah, it was same amazing, here. but it was like it was okay, just like oh, oh, I can enjoy this for five or six minutes before yeah. I need to go throw up. Um, but the Dev Kit Two is they made some some remarkable improvements it's, to that. It's an astonishing jump. I've never, I mean, I've, I've not been dealing with technology forever, but I've been at it for a while now, and I have not seen a jump in capabilities that, it, like, just manifestly impressive. Whether or not the tech jump was that huge, I don't actually know, but in terms of my experience of the tech, yeah. it went from being basically unusable to being very usable you know well, I, think, I think it went from <laughs> it's a, not perfect yeah. but it's usable i thought it went from a neat toy yeah to something you could play a game with mm-hmm. maybe for an hour yeah I but mean, still, it still made, yeah. like no like you take it off and you're just like disoriented and nauseous yeah yeah um but i think it depends on who you are too i don't i don't yeah. think i got it quite as bad as I, you did like you, you were way, a little honestly. rough Sean seemed fine. I think it's different, a little bit different person to person. That's true. Um, But if you're prone to motion sickness at all, yeah, you know that this could, it definitely will mess with you. But that being said, like the first Oculus makes me super sick. I can't go on simulated roller coasters without feeling sick. So this was a much better. This was a three hundred. I mean, you were, you know, you're in a spaceship flying in three hundred and sixty degree freedom you know in all angles i mean you're just completely free to move yeah and you didn't get i mean again you you were a little dizzy i think when you got up sean seemed fine i you didn't even mention anything no no i'm fine um and i'm at the point now where like it kind of messes with me a little bit but it's okay well Uh, i mean like after a couple hours of a bit yeah it'll mess with you yeah oh yeah it definitely did with me but all of that being said though the, the experience of pulling on the Oculus for the first time and mm-hmm. and the um, if you look down the controls match the joysticks I don't know if those joysticks are particular for Elite or something but the controls in, on the panel look like yeah they look very similar they're not identical I have a Thrustmaster Hotus 50 or something I don't know it's it's a pretty nerdy fucking thing but but like you you can see your avatar's hands on there and they move i mean they're not moving their fingers like you are yeah per se but they're moving your hands in line with the joystick so if mm-hmm. you move the joystick your hand and the game moves the joystick and that's another i mean there's so much attention to detail for there's the just a lot of it it interested me that the the way monitors worked in game right i could turn to the left and would see a monitor and i i know that's kind of a standard practice but for the oculus it really felt like I didn't. It wasn't jarring, right? Because yeah. normally you're sh- shifting focus and and the things closer to you. But I, the way in which information displayed, I thought was was better than it, I had ever seen. It's well, and again, that goes into. So I, I wish I should have shown you um, that exact motion when you didn't have the Oculus on, because it's a key press and it's altogether less natural. Mm-hmm. It's it's exactly what you described. It's it you like opening a menu. Yeah, it, yeah, you just open a menu. You go click and you open a menu. Uh. But in the Oculus, you are engaging with your computer's technology while you're doing other shit, and then you're back to the fight. You know. Yeah. And it's 
it's a vastly different experience because in the one it's like oh i have to go look at the menu now and i'm i have to memorize key combinations and it really pulls you out of the action the other one it's you doing something very natural well it's, and, it's the emergent thing it's, yeah it's a little thing where instead of you know pressing a button to bring up a menu and changing your contacts yep you just you know you, you just glance down now yeah. your controller your your joystick is changing stuff in the menu yep but if you need to get back to the dog fighting, you just turn your head back, and now you're back in the action. I yeah. Mean, it just immediately. It, it feels so natural. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really an amazing, uh, amazing experience. I mean, again, I, I personally cannot wait to see what the consumer-grade Oculus looks like. Yeah, uh, my opinion on that is I've been pretty skeptical about all this VR. Yeah, hype. me too. Um, but playing this with the dev kit too... Mm-hmm definitely made me like okay yeah all right i'm i'm more willing to believe that you guys are getting this to consumer yeah, grade i'll see what I mean, that john carmack seems to be helping out quite a bit with this yeah yeah uh, is he in there now i didn't know yeah john carmack they hired john carmack and i was like oh uh, they're getting serious yeah. now john carmack if anyone doesn't know is the uh the doom guy right is the the tech lead of of id software who did doom and quake did and you see like there, some of them are i think there was an ad that was like Jar- john carmack's gonna make you his bitch or something like that, that was, for doom I'm, I'm sorry that was john romero for, oh is that romero for daikatana oh that's daikatana huge, huge, huge difference. Yeah, yeah huge difference huge difference you're right oh daikatana i don't know i don't know if i've told you about it but there's a great biography on the two doom guys that i should i should lend to you you should it, i won't even read it in the bathtub i mean you can if you want yes i, I will mean, do so but like, i have ancient techniques to protect my what, books from water it damage called? it's called masters of doom it, i mean it's a, it's a biography of of programmers which is something i'm always super into um but it's about how they made doom how they how basically what their lives were like and then when they split apart and formed their different software companies and how John Carmack is basically still kicking ass, and John Romero is, I don't know what he's doing. He's probably still rolling around in his mountains of cash from Doom. And I mean, that's yeah. a good pastime. Yeah. I so, can't, you know, can't I complain. Yeah, but true. but Carmack, being an Oculus, everyone was like, oh. They're getting real. They're getting real oh, now. Oh, man, they realize. Well, games, I mean, the one thing Elite does show you, I think, un- unequivocally with when coupled with the oculus is that games are a big space for oculus i think it it's the perfect environment to engage all of the strongest parts of the oculus as like a user interface Mm -hmm. um and i i they clearly have realized that because i mean that's a partnering the oculus was a is a beta device and that game incorporated it full support in a beta in its beta Right. So that was like a somebody did a business partnership there, I think, mm-hmm. to make that happen, um, and they're clearly supporting the developer community very aggressively. Well, and I think that people, you know, p- other people must have gotten to this before us because PlayStation announced their VR thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I this has been Microsoft bubbling did. up for a while. Facebook bought Oculus. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Facebook. Well. Facebook must, might be just sitting on piles of money wondering what the fuck to do with it. I'm but. sure that's true. Right. Um, um, but but I'm a believer now that that was that was a an amazing enough experience mm-hmm. to to just be like, okay, I'm excited about this. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm, my my body is ready. <laughs> my body is so ready. 
Yeah, uh, mine too. My body is prepared uh, for the Oculus. Even in games that aren't VR, yeah, I think it would be great because what it does do is it gives you that. Um, and I'm not a big fan of 3D stuff normally, but mm-hmm. it does give you really great 3D stuff. Oh, it's completely convincing. It's the best 3D I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, we both have 3DSs. Sean, yeah. Sean doesn't. I'm, I'm just looking at Nathaniel. The, the th- <laughs> Uh, everything. Daniel has his back turned to Sean e- while everything, we're recording. Everything I own, Sean also owns because he's the host. <laughs> yeah, you you signed that over. Yeah, um, I did. Frontier Elite. Uh, it's actually <laughs> I'm transitioning, practicing my transitions. Frontier Elite, though, I was because I was thinking about this. Frontier Elite benefits from the Oculus. The game is better. Oh yeah, undeniable. With the Oculus, and that's an interesting that's an interesting selling point for technology, for one thing. Right? Yeah, we'll actually make your your experience, your gameplay experience better. Yeah, I think that's um, a fundamental part so, of their value proposition. Since you've you know? played it more than us, tell us about the things about Frontier Elite that are not so great because you dangerous. were complaining about them. Frontier a Elite. Frontier Elite. That sounds like no. The, well, I think it what, is Frontier. Yeah, I think it, it's Frontier Elite. Isn't it Frontier Dangerous. Elite? Yeah, oh, yeah. There's many. Thinking, it has many names. Frontier Elite sounds to me like you're in a, a station or like a coach coach wagon riding across like a like a um what is that game called? You played it in your kindergarten classes on your computer. Oregon Trail. Yeah, like an Oregon Trail game. Uh-huh. Where you're, but in the VR and like <laughs> the horses are in front of you. Can I still get dysentery? That's what I need to know. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. But it's in full immersive 3D. Immersive dysentery. Yeah. As opposed to that verbaling out of Yeah, that stuff's not immersive enough. I need to really experience it. So yeah, Elite Dangerous things. I mean, you know... Part of it is that it's been f- a fairly buggy experience. Um, there, the the installer had a large number of issues, which I think I ranted about at length last week. I think we should touch on that though. Installer issues are are the worst. So, the, I just want to play the game. It yeah, needs to work. the Elite Dangerous uh, installer was its own standalone thing. Let's just. Matt's trying and failing to open a beer, so I'm just gonna acknowledge it. it. It's open. Out in the open. <laughs> let's right. acknowledge it. Yeah. Hold on. Let's have a, a little toast to that moment. Yeah. Cheers to you, our audience, as well. We're hitting bottles. Oh, drinking beers. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um. So, it it has a couple of different issues with the launcher. The one thing is, you know, it takes you out of your normal game workflow. Which is why, again, as I was harping on last week, I really like marketplaces. Um, I'm yeah. okay with there being multiple marketplaces, but I like them to be kind of shared at a, least a by a central marketplace that works. Yeah, as opposed to these one-off launchers, because this yeah. launcher was plagued with issues. It had a lot of crashes. It took forever to do the downloads. Um, it just had a lot of problems. And launchers, as someone who is helped or been near the development of launchers i've never actually done the work with it they're really difficult it's a difficult system to make i don't doubt it i mean i i don't want to crap all over anybody it just sucked you know uh (laughs) yeah i mean that's the other thing is like it's hard but you you gotta make it good for your users if you're gonna do if you're gonna do your own custom solution when there are so many other solutions out there that clearly work very well you'd better make it work you know um otherwise i'm gonna 
complain about it. And it was not, a, it took a whole night to get working. Yeah. That's not acceptable these days. It's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not an amateur. I own shitloads of games. You're a professional <laughs> computer programmer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you're, you're the opposite of an amateur. Uh, exactly. So, uh, you know, that was, that was a major black mark. Um, and then the gameplay itself has a large number of weird bugs. Some are, I guess, beneficial, like your cargo doesn't disappear if you die while carrying it sometimes. But some of them are really, really obnoxious, like if you get a bounty and you're, you successfully get the kill and it'll say, like, you've been awarded some bounty, it won't actually show up and you can't claim it. Um, that seems less than minor. That's a that's a pretty big complaint of mine, but it's a bug, so they'll fix it theoretically and whatever, right? They'll get through that. Um, then there, so so th- those are sort of care qualities, and then uh, I think the other big thing is actual gameplay choices that they made, where it's not really a bug; it's just they designed this in a specific way. Ugh. And uh, one of them is there is a lot of time spent traveling. Just being kind of like, okay, la da da. I'm in hyperspace. The flying was kind of like there were no points of reference. So I mean, that's part. I think part of the space sim genre, right? Is like you're in the vastness of space. That's what it's like. It, It it's more like they have three modes of travel. There's like super duper hyperspace where you jump between systems. There's inter-system like between within a system travel, which mm-hmm. is much faster than normal speed, which is like at the single body scale basically. Right. And that you spend a lot of time in that middle tier just on cruise control basically. Yeah. And you know, that's a gameplay decision that they made for, I guess, maybe realism or something or, you know, whatever. But it doesn't make for a fun game. Particularly if, like, you're out hunting, you die, you have a 10-minute trip to get back to wherever you were. Yeah, that's not great. It's just, you know, and, and I think there are people out there that wanted that. And so I hesitate to be like, fuck this game for that. But at the same time, it's not something that I'm enjoying. I ain't got time um, for that shit. Exactly. I just don't have time to have all of my efforts pissed away by in that manner. Um, so there's some issues like that with it as well. Overall, you know, I think, again, we come back to this point. With the Oculus, it's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, but so I think the one one question I have is what, what, do, what game do you want to see on the Oculus? Because I have one jumping straight out at me, which is No Man's Sky. Yeah, that would probably be pretty amazing on the Oculus. Yeah. Um, supposedly, I, I think there's whispers of a uh, of a uh, PS4 Oculus possibilities at some later date. Whispers, as in like they announced it and they have a thing coming out for PS4. There you go. So, uh, the the quietest of backwoods sources <laughs> have let me know, and uh, I think probably the next Elder Scrolls would be really cool to see. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to see that. And Fallout. Yeah, yeah, I think Fallout would also be really cool, although I think the dragons in Skyrim would be pretty baller. I mean, talk about the head tracking a target when a dragon flies over you and just and being like, following fuck. it with the Oculus. Yeah. Like, that would be so That would be great. pretty amazing. I agree. Um, the thing is, I think they're going to need to come up with, particularly for uh, uh, first-person shooters. Walking. Anything where you're walking. Yeah, anything where you don't feel like you're in a car. 
Because mm-hmm. I, I think the one of the reasons um, Elite works so well is that you're in a spaceship. Yeah. So your immediate frame of reference is stable. Your, your body is doing what you're doing in the game, which is sitting. Yeah, which is sitting very still in a space that's moving. Right. So it works really well. Um, and I think for anything that's like a Skyrim or a, you know, a Fallout or whatever, um, they're going to need to figure out either a new interface that makes that connection more natural. Right. Or they're going to have to figure out new ways to represent movement for those kinds of things. Well, so I wonder, I wonder if they'll do something where your looking is free, but your mouse still controls your reticle. Or if it'll be like, uh, I don't know if anyone here has played um, Metroid Prime 3 on the Wii, which is all motion control, which is terrible, but they do the best they can, which is your reticle moves with your motion control, and as you hit the edge of the screen, that's how you turn. Um, So, like... What okay. if turning is something where you turn your head in a certain direction? Yeah. Is that going to work for the fast pace of FPS? Maybe not, but it could work for like a Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's just interesting to think about. I mean, I, I think that'll be a major um, next phase of Oculus development is going to be how do you how do you control things that are going on in this way and and naturalize the process because. Uh, you know, even even in I think Elite being actually a great space for this to work, it's a little nausea inducing. It's a little dizzying. It's a little weird, you know. And yeah. I, I think you're really gonna have to the 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 fewer local stable frames of reference you give the player, the more I think you're gonna have to focus on giving them more intuitive ways to interact with motion. Right. Um uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if they're spending a lot of energy on that right now. So, um, is there anything else we want to say about the Oculus? I it's think fucking amazing. It's really, uh, really, the, really cool. The, the one other it's thing really I do cool. want to say is that in order to experience Elite with full Oculus and and immersion joystick, which really also helps with control of the game, it's by far the best way to play it. Uh, you're looking at about four hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, to get into at that that stage i don't know it's free for me and sean yeah well you guys also don't get to play it later tonight when you leave oh yeah i get to play with it all by myself um (laughs) so you know that is something i guess that's to talk about is that is that experience worth that much money right uh the dev kit was free to me so you know i i think I I'm I love the early adopters of the Oculus. Yeah. I think that what what playing with the Oculus has taught me is that waiting until the <laughs> the technology is mature is probably the way to go. Also, it'll be cheaper then. Oh yeah, absolutely. So there's that, and but you know, I love I love it. I think that more people should develop on it. I want to see more stuff. Yeah. Um. You know, and if you're someone who has $400 burning a hole in their pocket and are really wanting to see what gaming is going to look like in 10 years, yeah, you should, I agree. You should definitely check. You should this check out. this out. I and agree. Elite's not the only game that works for the Oculus. No, no, there are definitely many others. Apparently, GTA 5 can be played in first-person mode in the Oculus. I did not know that. Uh, apparently, that's a thing, and it's also supposed to be quite amazing. I know TF2 supports. Yeah, Half-Life has it. Um, yeah. You know, it helps to have, I think, higher resolutions of 
art assets although you can still see the resolu- the pixel pattern on in the it's much better than the development kit one it's now. way better you're right but it's still there um yeah. you can still definitely make it out uh so yeah i guess um the final bit is what will you be playing well i, I don't know is our host ready to transition topics? yeah i guess that's true master i mean host uh do you have um yes i approve of i approve of this change. good it's so got your so, stamp so to so take away oculus uh it's what gaming will look like in 10 years and you can put that on the box i i think so I think that's the most ringing endorsement i've heard it might so, be less it might I, be less it depends on how well the I, I think it really depends on what the consumer grade version comes out like if it if they manage to put, completely get rid of the physical discomfort in the majority of cases I think they might be able to get it pretty close. I mean, okay, maybe not completely. It's at the point now, though, where I could take a Dramamine and play for several hours. Yeah. So, you know, by the consumer-grade version, maybe you're right. Maybe. If they can get that to you don't need the Dramamine. Yeah. You know, like, if they can get it to that point for... Maybe they'll just include the bottle. A little bottle of Dramamine. (laughs) Comes with a free first dose. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a, that's a dangerous first step, isn't it? It'll be, like, cyberpunk tableaus. Like, you, yeah. you walk into your house, and your son is is just, like, plugged into the metaverse. With yeah. The, yeah, all that gonna shit. It's going to be great. Yeah. I mean, I my computer right now, I, I hope maybe we can get Matt to use the photo I sent him last week. Uh, it looks like a goddamn loony we'll bin. that with this. With yeah, this, it's, no. it's like an electronic nightmare. Um and it's only going to get worse the more peripherals and shit they keep releasing for this stuff. So pretty great. Yeah, it's needs its own but space. But our 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 master slash host. All right, so Lord Sean, yeah. the king of all things. That we talk and, about what we're and now be. I approve here, here, here. of. And now I approve of this transition. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll let you so, start because so I, the I great will, leader should always yeah, begin. So apparently, there's like a bar uh, in. Um, that city in Petworth that has pinball. So we'll probably be playing more pinball oh. when I get the opportunity to All play right. pinball. All right, go yeah. rock some pinball. You should pinball. invite us down. We can. I'll play some pinball. I'll, I just want to stand behind you. And go. Here's a jukebox. <laughs> or wait, he's a pin. I forget how it pinball goes. wizard. Pinball wizard. Yeah. That's the one. I'm. I got really excited, and then I started realizing I was doing jukebox hero, and I was like, that's the wrong song. Really... I am also a jukebox hero. That's true. I guess I could so, do that. As someone who's a natural gamer at most things, pinball just escapes me. I'm so terrible at pinball. Yeah, are you a prodigy? Would you say that? No, I just have played way too many video games in my life. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right, uh, Matt, what will you be playing? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I've been going through my Steam catalog, and nothing's really hit me. I think I might start playing Diablo 3 again, but I don't know. Oh, I guess I should... I, I really need to play... Bravely Default or and or Dragon Age, so I, I'm. <laughs> You've been saying this for like a month. I know. Well, this, I was thinking about this the other day. We have this section where we talk about what we're gonna play next week, and almost never do we actually play what we I say. actually almost always end up playing at least a little almost bit of stuff. Almost never I say. do I say. Yeah, do I play yeah. I was gonna say, say claim gonna that one yourself, buddy. You know, I, I'm I'm slowly losing interest in Binding of Isaac. So like I said, I'll be I'll be doing some more chores in Destiny. Um, so my clan is like... I love the way that you describe your time with Destiny. Well, it's chores so that I can do the raids. Yeah. You know, like, I have to log in every day and do the daily missions. So I get enough shards to upgrade my equipment so I level up. Like, uh, uh, um, Sigh. <laughs> I'm uh, sad. But those those guys are fun to play with. So, you know, it's it's worth the, the investment for it. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, if it's a good time overall. I need to find a multiplayer game to play with my brother. If people have suggestions, send them in. Um, you know, he he and I, we, we tried to play Torchlight this week, and it was just kind of like, eh, uh, no, no thanks. Meh. So, you know. We so need... Torchlight's been every time I've tried to play it. I like it, but You not know what else has been Diablo. like that is Transistor. I just, <laughs> I'm always just like, eh. Speaking of Transistor, it's a free PS4 game. That's true. That's uh, true. Oh, I guess I'll play one of those. Oh, I'm going to be playing some Rogue Legacy, you can bet. Yeah, I've already beaten that. So. I, I've only played a tiny little bit at a friend's house. So um, I said that with the most hipstery like head tilts. Possible. Yeah, he, he beat it before played, it was cool. I played that when it came out. Yeah, so. he really did. Uh-huh. He really did. It was... uh, but that's, I mean, kind of vague things, playing what I should play anyway. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Doing your chores. I got gotcha. you. Taking out the garbage. Doing my chores. Getting, getting some dailies. Making your bed. Yeah. Leveling up characters. Leveling up. Leveling up my alts. Leveling them up. Noice. Um, well, I will be playing uh, some Rogue Legacy. And also, there's a new early access game. And I don't normally support this. However, I've seen some Let's Plays of it. And it looks very, very interesting. That's how it always starts. I know. I know. Um, is Darkest Dungeon, I think is what it's called. And it's a, uh, a turn-based rpg roguelike with party elements and base building elements where you like send out parties from a a old mansion that you've basically like taken over and oh when you told me about this earlier i thought you meant like party as in there's a keg in the corner yeah dude party hats kazoos and it's like you and your friends just partying out and There's playing some... a roguelike while you drink beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no. It's like a you, you send groups of heroes out. I'm, I just want to state now I'm less interested in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it looks pretty good. And I'm quite excited, so I'll probably end up giving that a swing. Um, and that'll, I think, probably be most of it. I may do a little bit more Elite, though I've gotten rather frustrated with it, so I'm not sure I'll keep digging into it quite so deep. Cool. Cool. Grimmy. So, um... Master, are we free to go? Yeah. Um, this has been, um, sort of focused, somewhat focused. But not most focused. focused. Getting there. Vaguely focused. I don't know. This has been some kind of focus. And Nathaniel and Matt and I say good night. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> Thank for you including us in the credits, sir. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Night.